Hello, welcome to Solomon's Temple. In this episode, I wanted to do a little advice forum. There is something that I like to call traps, societal traps. What is a life trap or what is a societal trap? I think they're both one and the same, but I'm going to focus on some main themes. First theme I want to tackle, uh, the main trap, especially for youth, is the idea of polarity. That one thing is bad. No, that thing is actually good. It's so good. Well, it's probably a little of both. It depends. It all depends. Some things really depend. And these polarizing elements and these attitudes could get you in trouble. It will cause inner conflict and outer conflict. One of these things in particular that I'm, I'm going to kind of go over, I think is a societal trap and also a, a, hu a human trap, a, a vindictive, mean trap. And it's, it's the one that goes like this. If you're drinking and smoking, you're cool. Drinking is all riddled all throughout college campuses. Is it no wonder that a lot of our society is struggling with alcoholism? And a lot of people drink just regularly, but they don't call it alcoholism. It's just a habit, or it's just what they do, right? But really, it's taking away from your own uh, inner listening. There's no wonder that 25% of all college students don't graduate with a bachelor's degree. Only 25%, one of four people intending on graduating college actually graduate. Why? Well, there's a thing where you could look at prospects and maybe you have something you're interested in and you're like, I'm just going to go here. I'm not going to wait around, you know, for another four or five years and, and fiddle around with all this stuff. I, I just don't want to do that. I don't want to be $125,000 in debt. I'm just going to go do something else. Granted, there are these instances, but it strikes me as rather odd that there's a lot of people that aren't quite as successful as they maybe should be. I mean, my goodness, you see how much drinking's going on. You see people's souls get sucked out of them. I mean, they're not having authentic relationships. They're not listening to themselves. They're not taking in everything they learn and having meaningful connections. They're not, they don't have girlfriends that they love. It's all just kind of rape. It's rapey, a lot of that stuff. And, and it's just wasting away your connections and your time. There's no real authentic connection. It's, it's, it's a norm. Not to say you can't have fun when you're young and do that kind of stuff, but oh my gosh, it's just so rampant. It's just so intoxicating, literally. And it's toxic. It creates toxic bonds, authentic, you know, inauthenticity that isn't there. It's not totally real. And so it's this kind of attitude, this societal trap, where people think this is cool and, and they don't do as well in college. Maybe they start smoking pot. That diminishes your drive. That diminishes your, uh, your dopamine. You don't have the motivation and inspiration. You're lethargic. You're not as into what you're supposed to be into. And maybe that's a reason why these things are there because, look, when you have a high degree and you perform well and you want to do well and you're mentally healthy, physically healthy, and you do well with your grades, there's more opportunities afforded to you. Even if the next guy's brilliant, they, they wasted a lot, of, a lot of their marks away and they just didn't focus on what was important. And I think that's happening a lot, even with people that do get that. I went through, I got a bachelor's degree. I was incessantly addicted to pot. I was. All of the semesters where I wasn't smoking, I did pretty well. I was definitely on the right track. And I still passed, even when I was. But those were more difficult. I was able to do less. All of my hardest semesters, and I think for a reason I stopped because the semesters were hard, but I was able to get through with great marks, and the semester was hard. You know, with double the load, it's like, yeah, I wasn't only taking another class, but I was taking harder classes, and I was doing even better. So if that doesn't say that I could handle more of a workload, I can take harder classes while I'm at it. 
that just goes to show the level of dedication and the level of effective memory and motivation that helps you do these things better. It helps you to not be a part of this. That doesn't mean that don't do anything at all, have a very straightforward, uneventful, unsocial, you know, un-20s type of thing. I mean, if you want to be be sad and miserable kind of then 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 do that but also you're going to be a lot more sad and miserable if you actually imbibe do all this nonsense and smoke on your you know passing periods and stuff it's it's a trap you don't do as well of course there's there's people that would you know do well with you know letting go on this stuff it's it's good to have these these types of nights and i think alcohol is a catalyst for social a good social convention i think it's good to open up to all these people and have the time of your life. Like, that's always fun to have these stories to really live a Dionysian, wild sort of style. That's that's good for you. But the thing about it is it's too much, and it's affecting people's mental health. There's plenty of people that I still know that drink all the time. They drink when they wake up. They're alcoholics. I've known these people, and we have a culture of alcoholism. Even though those that aren't really considered in the 12 steps, you could still consider that they have a habit. It's still thoroughly a big part of our culture, and I think it degenerates our connections to ourself, it doles out our our connection with ourself to actually be able to listen to our higher intuitions and, and live an authentic, non-numbed out, non-altered life. But of course, musicians, philosophers, uh, people of the arts, I think pot is good for them. It is definitely a good thing. But again, it shouldn't be polarized. You shouldn't imbibe into it. It'll do more harm if you imbibe into it. But not doing it at all, it might not really be a good catalyst for you. Because a lot of people become brilliant by using their mind. And it's not to say that some of these, um, you know, I'm a fan of psychedelics. I'm not saying marijuana shouldn't be a part of our world. That certainly isn't the case. I mean, some of my best ideas and most stunning revelations about life itself has come from just sitting there by myself, being high, looking off into the distance. <laughs> I mean, it really is something. It's something to be, there's something to be said about these things. And I think. Other people could maybe use them as a catalyst and tool for themselves more than others, but ultimately, there shouldn't be this polarity. Don't ever use it. Nobody could use it. Oh, go ahead. Like, just use it all you want. No, it's that polarization. So yeah, you know, it is stunting. It certainly is. But another trap in itself is, well, yeah, there's, there's drugs and stuff to kind of keep you stunted and everything, and also the polarization effect, but what about the fact that most people are being driven to go through college, but then again, college is also this kind of confining thing that doesn't always enlighten you. Sometimes its own ideologies can stun you. You know, it, there's sort of a lopsided uh, uh, cultural effect when you uh, lump teachers and, and people of an ideological persuasion and they all come together and they dispense what they think and it's like, it gets campy. Also, you assume that the things you're buying into in college are going to be good for you uh, holistically, you know, and these teachers have great influence. They know more than you and you just insist on their authority. So, but, and also you don't want to be in debt all the time because you're not trying to go, not everyone's going to college to, to make six figures. You don't need to be making six figures. Not everyone needs to be making all these six figures. You know, that's kind of part of it is like, People also realize that if you go to college, it doesn't guarantee anything for you. There's also a matter of factness of, well, you need to go and do things for companies. You need to go out and experience life, and you'll learn a lot that way. Gaining experience, learning through experience, that will help you grow potentially more than ever going to college at all. Of course, then again, you don't really want to think one way or the other. You want to follow your path. You want to expand yourself. You want to read. You want to get well-informed and educated. 
it's good for everyone to be like this, to be on the same page and, and understand our world and to become a well-rounded person. And just learning's fun. I mean, for Christ's sakes, you know, like learning and understanding is fun and you could share all this with the world. We could all share a higher dimension of thinking. and That's great. That's always great. But the thing is, is you're not, you're not required to get a college education, but just be open to learning. Uh, be open to the good college try. Don't just sit there doing the same things every single day for 30 years and then you retire and watch NASCAR or something. I don't know. That's just one thing, but have the attitude that you want to learn. Have the attitude you want to expand your mind. Distill uh, the subject that, that you love. Learn all about it. Do well in work. work uh, learn all you can. You know, climb, build responsibility, and gain knowledge. I mean, it, but it doesn't have to, have to, have to come through the halls of university. Because universities them, themselves are kind of a power structure. They're traps in and out of themselves. They're demanding all this money from you, but they're just going to get get all that. But they didn't really earn all that that you're paying them. And then what you earn for yourself isn't nearly as much as what you give to the institution. I mean, gosh, if you if you've read articles on what some administrations even Berkeley itself, the most you know liberal public institution, should be more socialist about their stuff. But man, they really let the administration get away with a lot. So that's a trap too. And there's other traps, you know, where people are supposed to drive you crazy. I mean, you see it on Facebook. That's a trap. You spend all your time on that, but you're not doing anything important. You're not talking to your mom. You know, the connection isn't there. You're just diddling away with these nonsense things, and you find yourself bored. But four hours go by a day. You're just fiddling around on these online platforms it's like gosh you could have read up on a few things or you know took a, a walk even you know my gosh like enjoy yourself at least stop reading these ridiculous things that poison your mind and stop arguing with people these people are narcissists you know and in, in this sort of narcissistic way of life this argumentative combative you know will do something to piss someone off but when you do the same thing they get upset you know this Double, their whole life is this double standard. They mirror you. They don't listen to you. It's all about them dominating you and winning the argument or something. They blame shift if you call them out. It's just all this. They, they can't see their own toxicity. When it reflects back to them, they, they point the you know cannon at you. It's just not good. There's this culture of narcissism, and they're, and they're just highly about themselves. And, and they allow the richest and, and, and highest earning people that are alive retain all their money because they worship this exceptionalism that just is baseless is just isn't good all of this stuff nonsense you know we just need a new cultural attitude there's all these traps and i think there's even spiritual tracks traps like fundamentalism where they get you thinking that truths in life need to be explained a certain way your pastor says but really it's designed to send young kids to war or something like it's just too much anything that keeps you from loving what you love or who you love and spending more time with that i guess you could define as a trap and I think I just wanted to spill this out here and, and have this be a lesson in, a, in, in one room that you can go into in the temple where you can find something valuable that might awaken you. And with this being said, we need to help each other see the light. This is an age where we need to illuminate things for each other because it's available. This is why it's here. And I'm glad that you could join me and I'll see you next time.